0: What's up, guys? Glad you're back listening again, and I uh, hope you guys are having a good day today. And we're going to continue our study on Galatians. We're in chapter 1, 5 through 10. We're going to go through today. So if you would, just open your Bibles, man, and, and we'll uh, we'll read through this and then talk about um, what Paul is literally saying, what paul is saying about god and and what the bible is revealing about man and then how how i can apply this to my life and maybe how you can apply it to yours so let's go ahead and read guys i am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of christ for a different gospel which is really not another one only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of christ But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed. As we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, he is to be accursed. For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. So Paul, there in this scripture is uh, uh, what he's literally saying. What he's writing is, uh, and this is, be honest with you, this is contrary to the structure that usually um, usually um, letters are written in in the Bible. Normally, there's an introduction, and then there's like a uh, uh, a moment where Paul uplifts and talks about how good. That he sees the believers in the church doing, but on this one, he doesn't do that, man. It's it's straight to the chase, man, because he's he's kind of hot. He's real mad right now because they're abandoning the gospel. So that's what he's saying. He says, I can't believe that you would go after another gospel. See, I think the background in this is that Paul is writing to these Galatians people where there's these people called Judaizers there, and they're people that want to have Jesus plus. They want to add to what the gospel's saying. Of course, they'd say, Yeah. If by gracious saved through faith, but you have to be circumcised. So the big thing about that is in order for someone to be in the covenant or in the people of God before Jesus, they would have to be circumcised to enter into that covenant, because that was the sign of the covenant. And so these Judaizers are saying the same thing to the Gentiles now after Christ has died. Uh, uh, was buried and raised again to the newness of life, and then he has gone up to the Father, and he has talked to Paul, like we read uh, yesterday, that he was. We talked to Paul, and uh, now Paul is messaging this gospel, spreading this gospel that uh, we do not have to do any of those things any longer that were a part of the law. See, Jesus fulfilled all those for us, and and that's what he's saying in the gospel. But these guys, these Judaizers, are coming back. To these people, to this uh, church in Galatians, saying that they need to be circumcised in order for them to actually be saved. And Paul is saying this is false. And this Paul is also saying this is false. Anything we add to what Jesus has done is a false gospel. And the heavy thing about what Paul is saying in here, he says that they should be accursed. Accursed means that they would go to hell. That they would be damned. And that's what Paul is saying here when he talks about the importance and the weight of the true gospel, of telling the true gospel. So it is it is beyond important for us to understand and know the true gospel. So what is it saying about God here? Well, I think it's saying that the gospel again, like uh, Paul is, is all about saying telling immersing reminding about the gospel and so in this is saying that god freely gave this gift for us and if we add anything to it it ain't good god does not like that because the truth of the gospel is that he saves men men cannot save themselves based on any type of works of the law that they do god and god alone saves men And then, what does it say about man and mankind? Well, I think that uh, one thing I think that it says about man is that we're always trying to add something to the gospel, that we're always trying to get in by our own works. I feel like sometimes we think it can't be that easy, can it? You know, I think that a lot of times we want to stake claim to our own salvation. And that's why we want to say we have to do this and have to do that. I think that could be the case in in a lot of times in which we want to say we've done more works, we've been a better person than he or she, but that's, that's not how a person is saved. They're saved through the love of Christ and their faith and repentance that comes because of that. That's why they're saved. Also, I think another thing that... um is talking about man, that man should do, is that we should be, our goal should be to praise and seek God and, and his uh, approval, not man's. You know, because sometimes maybe the twisting of the gospel in this sense might have been because, or I'm not, I'm sorry, not the twisting of the gospel, but the reason these people were falling away was because they really weren't um, um, seeking the favor of God. They were seeking the favor of men. They wanted to be a part of the in crowd, or the Judaizer crowd at that time. They wanted to be a part of the cool clique, instead of actually uh, remembering and doing what God has called them to do. I think that might have been. I think that might have been an issue, as well, for the people in this time. So I think again, it says that man. We want to do our own thing. We want to twist the gospel because we think it's too easy. We fall away from the, the faithfulness that God has called us to. And then also, sometimes we just want to do stuff for other people, man. We want to be in the party crowd, the, the in crowd. But uh, we must not do that. Application. How can I take this scripture and apply it to my life? Well, the very first thing, again, is I need to remember the gospel. And remember that I don't have to do anything in order for me to gain my salvation. That's the beauty of the gospel is that God has done it all for me. It is all his, the the salvation, the redemption, the uh, uh, reconciliation. It is all him. It is all by his initiation. And I praise God for that because I would have never come to him unless he did that. But then also, I think that as we run this life and we live our lives as i live my life every day i need to uh remember that it is god whose favor i seek that it is god whose uh, approval i want not not man's and i know that could be hard t- because we find so much of our self-worth so much of our um you know value in what people see in us man that's that's why we got these self-esteem and um Self-image and identity and all that stuff wrapped up to make us feel good. But in the end, the gospel tells us that we are loved by God. We are sons of the king, sons and daughters of the king. And because of that, I, should, I already have my approval in Christ. I already am loved. I already am made whole. I'm already a part of the in crowd, as a matter of fact. Because I'm in Christ. And so I got to remember that, man. I've got to remember that. I, I I do because I believe that's one of the most powerful things that's happened to me in my life is that I realize who I am. I'm Christ. So what are, what are you guys going to think about today? How are you going to apply this lesson uh, to your life, man? I hope you do so and continue on. And I'll see you guys in the next uh, podcast.